Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Ate the Pilot podcast. My name is Brandon. I am your host and your uh, creator, your guide on this wonderful journey we're on. Um, it is the Wednesday edition of the podcast, which means I'm just going to kind of talk for about a half hour, 45 minutes, whatever goes, whatever kind of going on. I got the Springsteen song of the week at the end of the show. Um, yeah, not a whole lot going on. I had a, it's a beautiful day outside, an absolute wonderful day. So I've kind of sat on the couch all day because you know that's how I guess I work now. Uh, now nah, I went down to the shop, the car shop down the street. Took in the car. The rotors are fucking done. So hopefully get those replaced. Uh, yeah, I had to walk back. Walk back on this beautiful day. Talk to a few of the neighbors on the way home. It was nice. It was nice. I have. A, I live in a wonderful neighborhood. Took a cool picture of a tree. Yeah, it was a great time. Wonderful day. A-plus day so far. Uh, had myself a good sandwich for lunch. Oh, man. Good deli sandwich. No, no, nothing beats a good sandwich, does it? I don't think anything does. Also, like a broccoli and cheddar soup. It's not the weather for soup, but damn. It was good broccoli and cheddar soup, man. Excuse me. Big ol' yawn. Didn't get much sleep last night. I was up late playing video games because you know I'm, I'm an adult, and that's like, actually that's what adults do now. They, <laughs> yeah, it's a big thing now. Like, it used to be like as a kid, it was only kids that stayed up late playing video games. Now, you know, my generation is a generation that grew up playing video games, so now it's a big part of what we do. Playing the the quarry, which has been pretty disappointing so far. I really liked uh, Super Massive Games when they released Until Dawn. I thought that was a really fun game. Like, I remember when I played it, I beat it all in one night. I'm like, oh, this game was not worth 60 bucks. Then I replayed it with, uh, I had Jake and Lauren making all the decisions. And it took the game to a whole new level, like, playing alongside people. And, but when I played it with myself, I, like, it was, I thought it was a fun game, too. Uh, this one hasn't been scary at all. Like, Until Dawn wasn't that scary. It had good jump scares, especially in the first half of the game. But, like, this one, I haven't... I've had a couple moments where I'm like, oh, man, I got to I gotta do this. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's because I kind of figured out exactly what was going on within, like, ten minutes. And, uh, you know, the fear of the unknown is the most terrifying thing of all. Like, you know, if you don't know what the monster is, that's way more scary than knowing what the monster is. Yeah, if I... Because if, if I don't know, I'm like, maybe that thing could be real. If, you know, I can't figure out what it is. I'm like, that, that's possible it could be real because... Once you bring in, like, a vampire or zombies or fucking werewolves or shit like that, it's like, oh, yeah, those things aren't fucking real, so I don't have to be scared of this now. Yeah, but I don't know. But if you, you know, you throw me in the fucking deep ocean, no land around, something nibbling at my feet, God damn it, that's Cthulhu. I know it. Know it for a fact. Know it for a fact. He's out there somewhere just waiting, waiting for his time, and maybe his time's coming soon. Oh, nah. I hate fucking jokes like that. I see that so fucking much now. Like, just the whole end-of-the-world jokes, like, ha-ha, like, ha-ha, it's so funny, yeah. Like, and everybody just kind of uses, like, it's just their humor or some shit. Like, nah, it's, it's just lame. It's just... It, I think most people would be happy that's the end of the world just for the content. And that's kind of the problem, I think, with a lot of our society, is that everybody's focused on content and not actually fixing anything. Because if we actually fixed it, where's the content? Where are you going to get your followers from? Because everything we do is so goddamn negative all the time. I mean, it's been that way for like 15 years. I don't blame the Kardashians, but it started kind of really with them. 
No, it probably started before them. I think kind of as reality TV came became bigger. I mean, like, you know, Paris Hilton walked so Kim Kardashian could try to run or whatever you could do with that fake fucking ass. <laughs> uh, nah. Um, no, but that's like the thing. Like, when the whole Kardashian thing, I've never got into it, never cared, never gave a shit about it. But the thing that bothered me was all the people who would sit there and bitch about what they did on their show every single week. I'm like, why do you give a fuck? What's the point? If you hate it so much, why are you paying attention? Why do we hate watch everything in this goddamn country? I don't get it. Go out there and find things you enjoy. Don't waste your fucking time on things you don't like. It don't. I just. I've never understood it. I've never understood that. I mean. I mean, there's guilty pleasures, but then there's hate watching, and hate watching is the dumbest thing to be doing. It's like. I can't believe they're so famous. And then every single week also being the same person saying, did you see what they did? No, because I didn't give a shit. I don't even know which one's which outside of Kim. And I don't even know if I'd recognize her anymore. Mostly because of all the surgery. <laughs> eh, whatever. Yeah, they're only worth billions of dollars. You know, they only buy, what, private jets for their kids, and but they eat Beyond Burger, so they're saving the planet. <laughs> oh, what fucking idiots. Oh, man. What a way to start the show. I'm available on Amazon, Amazon, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher Radio. So if you know anybody who gets their podcast through those services, let them know about me. Spread the good word. Um, see how far we can take this fun thing. Yeah. And like I said, I don't have a whole lot planned. I got the uh, Toronto-Columbus games tonight. Uh, excited about that. That was like a pretty... That was like the biggest rivalry. I mean, they tried to make it the biggest rivalry for Columbus um, when Toronto came in. Because I think geographically it, is, it was the closest MLS team. But now that Cincinnati's in there, I kind of don't give a shit about Toronto. They have that little kid. from the <laughs> little kid. He's uh, He is younger than me, so I could call him a kid. Um, oh, I always forget his last name. I think I talked about him before. I think I said he played with L.A. or New York. No, he plays for Toronto. Really good player. He's shorter than me, which always makes me feel good because that's not very that's very rare. But he Lorenzo it starts with an I. I forget how to say his last name. Really good player. Played from Napoli. Um, so should be a fun game to watch. Hopefully, uh, Cucho not official yet. Yeah, he's July seventh. I think he's official, so he won't be playing until then. It might be might be a chance for that Cincinnati game to be his first game. But I think they played Dallas before that. And that might end up being his first game. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows how quickly Caleb Porter throws him to the fire? Or if Caleb Porter's even going to be there. I mean, they can. They have been kind of dreadful to watch in terms offensively going forward. Like, I, it's, that's the thing. I, was like, I like a lot of the players on this team, but I don't... I mean, you got Lucas, obviously. I really like Nagby as a midfielder, especially an MLS caliber midfielder. Um, I like the back line. But... I don't, uh, I don't know, man. Etienne doesn't offer as much finishing as you'd hope. Neither does Diaz. I mean, they're 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 straight up wide players. They're not, you know, forwards. They're just, you know, wingers. And I'm not really sure the game really has room for those types of players anymore if they don't adapt. But I don't know. I do like Etienne. He's got a good competitive streak. He's got a little uh, little shit in his game. I enjoy watching that. Uh, well, I think it's 7.30, probably on ESPN+. Plus. I'll watch it through Hulu, like a like a champ. 
Might order some soul food tonight. Get some catfish. Catfish and collard greens. Get some cornbread. And yeah. Watch a soccer game. The American way. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, but cool. In cool news, I got my first piece of fan mail today. Or not today, I'm sorry. I, yesterday. A good friend of mine uh, is RVing. Or not RVing. He's got his camper attached to his truck. Driving cross country with his family. Like a, oh, the fucking dream. Uh, and he sent me one from South Dakota, said he's been listening to podcasts, and he's loved it. So, or he's really liked it. He thinks it's good. And uh, he says, I need to find a way for people to call in, which I think is available on this. I'll have to dig into it more and see how it works or how easy it is for that to happen. And then um, maybe I can start doing, maybe, might make it easier for uh guests to be on the show if they don't have to drive all up to Columbus just to sit in my chair across the way and shoot the shit with me which my sister is now blaming me the audacity to blame me for the fact she hasn't been on the show yet whenever I mean she decided to go to Nashville for some stupid reason when the last time it came down I brought all my stuff I was ready and she's like well, I gotta go to Nashville for work what shit is that excuses are like assholes Amber everybody's got one Ain't time. I ain't got the time for excuses. Ain't got the time for it. Don't have the room for it in my life. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Fun times. Man, it's such a beautiful day outside. It's such a beautiful day. I think I'm going to walk the neighborhood a little bit later. I think. It's like a little hot, but it's not even like hot enough to be bothersome. Like, you know, you can tell it's like 80-something degrees, but like humidity's super low. Like it's 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 excellent walking around weather. I should get my bike out and go ride around, go ride to the park or something like that. Do that shit. Take a book with me. Read in the park. Be one of those cool dudes who sits over there by his lonesome reading. I'm like man, he he's so interesting, isn't he? Nah, I don't know. I think I'm kind of an interesting guy. Once you get past the fucking hard exterior that I got going on, where I've actually you know dropped my I don't give a shit attitude. Because, man, that's one thing I have, like, grown to not hate about myself. That's that's definitely the wrong way to put it. Like, I've grown to, like, I need to work on as well as how standoffish or how flippant or not caring I can make myself seem. Like, I try so hard to make it seem like nothing's bothering me. <laughs> that it just seems like I'm an ass. So, like, you know, I may not check in. Or not so much that I don't check in. It's like, uh, oh, I don't care. I don't care. That shit drives me crazy. Like... I've met a few people recently who are act like that, and they drive me crazy. I'm like, wait a second, that's exactly how I act. I have no room to like complain about them. That's exactly how I act to people. I don't care. I don't care. I'll just go with the flow. I don't know. Maybe it's because they don't work hard. That's their problem. Because ultimately, if you, you you put me back against the wall, I'm gonna work my ass off, and I always have done that. And I just can't do it with people who don't. I just can't do it. Like my sister, just doesn't work hard at all. <laughs> I'm going to rename this podcast to the Amber Shit Talking Marathon. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so much fun. She's going to love being on this show. She might punch me in the face. <laughs> uh, she once bit me in the back. We were like, I don't know, I was like six. So she'd been, what, like three or four? I don't know, we were playing. I don't know what happened. You know, back then you don't have like a real memory. But the real memory I have is she just stood up and bit me in the back, took a big chunk on out of me, like a feral dog. 
That's okay. I kicked the tooth out of her mouth one time. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't remember. Her. If I remember right, we were at my aunt's. She would babysit us during the summers. And, well, she would babysit us all the time, but I think it was during the summer. And I'm extremely ticklish, especially on my feet. I don't like shit, anything happening to my feet. That's one of my biggest fears is something happening to my feet. It flips me out. Like, I luckily I have my feet up on a chair right now, kind of, so I'm like, lean back. If I had them on the floor right now, I'd be kind of adjusting my weight side to side so my feet aren't touching the floor because I have this irrational fear that there's somebody standing underneath the floor ready to stab my feet. And uh, uh. Mm. Sorry. Oh, God. It gives me goosebumps. It freaks me out. It freaks me out something happened to my feet. I think it's because I stepped on a nail when I was a kid. And now I'm starting to get really, really antsy. <laughs> talking about it uh it's such an irrational fear there's no way there's no way there's somebody under the floor thinking about oh i've got him i finally got him like it's not a thing but yet i think about it all the time i'm like you know what somebody could stab me in the foot right now and i would hate that uh. <laughs> well i'm in a good mood i'm in a pretty solid mood mostly because i'm getting my car fixed thank god it was sounding rough like embarrassingly rough like I started to feel like people were seeing me on the street like, oh, that's the guy with that car. And, uh, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that. I love my car. Me and my car have been through it all, man. I almost puked in that bad boy. Oh, it was not, not alcohol-related, thankfully. It was just I had a really bad migraine, and I thought I could make it home. And I came over the train tracks right down the road from my house, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not going to make it. And I stopped the car, and I go to open the door, and nope. Just, ugh. Gross. Uh, unbelievably gross. I'm not even sure what I'm telling you. I should have kept that to myself. <laughs> oh, man. No, I love my car. I've had that thing for like 11 years. I, I had to change the battery one time. I fucking know how to make them, Toyota, man. So I see everybody driving the Toyota trucks now. Good for you. Get yourself a Toyota car. Change the battery once. I think I've changed the brakes twice. Changed the tires one time. You know. It might be indication of bad things, but at the same time, I haven't noticed anything bad going on. Like, you know, outside of, like, this just started happening last week. It seems like the rotors are all fucked up, so that's why I'm like, yeah, I gotta get these bad boys taken care of. So I took it down the street. Last chance rodeo for these people, because I think I told them about something going on in my car last time, and they didn't do anything about it. Didn't touch it. They just changed the oil and said, yeah, and then they sent me a message, like, everything good. I'm just kind of like, did you guys check out? like this uh, issue in my wheel wheel well and never got back to me so I just assumed they didn't so if they don't fix my fucking rotors if I get in my car when I get my car back probably tomorrow and it's still making noise I'm like yeah you guys are done <laughs> we're done doing business together what's the fucking point what's the fucking point of bringing it to you if you're not going to do anything about it oh just do your job do your job oh man Getting itchy. I, I want. I want to go. Uh, I want to travel a little bit more. Especially like days like today. This is when you think like, man, I, I wish I could be anywhere. I could just drive anywhere or something like that. I wish. Obviously, I couldn't today because the car's in the shop. Um, but I was just like thinking the Toronto Columbus game is in Toronto tonight. I'm like, you know, if uh, my car wasn't messed up, it's Wednesday. I could have, you know, woke up real early. Drove, went to the game, stayed up in Toronto, then came back tomorrow. 
and then went to work on Friday. I could have done that. That would have been really cool. I love Toronto. I didn't love it as much as Boston, but, I mean, if you know me as a person, you know, nothing was really going to compete with Boston. Went up there like Memorial Day weekend, uh, as asked JR, three years ago, (laughs) four years ago, year before COVID, so 2019, I think. Wonderful time. Absolutely wonderful time. Weather was beautiful. Went up to Cambridge, saw all the nerds in Harvard, and it was wonderful. They had, like, some festival going on, you know, and obviously there's all the tourists walking around. I was just walking through, and it was just a, like, I don't know. I don't know. Then we did the whole Freedom Trail. Just kind of, yeah, I walked around everywhere. It was wonderful. I'm going back to Boston. Plans to go back in Boston in um, October. That's the plan. And uh, go see the Gaslight Anthem and Jeff Rosenstock. Gaslight Anthem back together not even doing a reunion tour just doing just back together just gonna make some new music i'm here for that always here for that love those guys and i'm glad it's not like one of those things where like it's three of the original guys and like a new guitar player or a new bass player a new drummer just because they didn't want to get back together because it feels a little cheaper but no it's the original guys all back together ready to go I think the original guys. I can't remember if... Oh, shoot. I can't remember the guitar player's name off the top of my head for some reason. Not Brian, the other one. I can't remember any of their names besides Benny. It's Benny, Brian. Well, son of a bitch. I don't know. I don't know. It's Wednesday. I'm not going to care as much. (laughs) Uh... I'm not going to do five minutes of Google time or <laughs> looking through my old Facebook posts to find a name. Which, man, I feel so bad about that. Tom was such a great, wonderful guy. I should never have forgotten his last name. Tom Bridwell. He's got a really good book out there. I, that's, I've i never actually known the name of it. I don't think I've ever read, like, the first, like, the you know, when you open a book and it's like, oh, this is the name of the book? I don't think I ever, I didn't think I jumped right into it and read it. It's a really good book. Uh, I got a cool little sign around here. What's that fucking sign say? Because he used to be a janitor. And he uh, he said he had this mopping technique called the modified chevron. <laughs> oh, man. Tom was really cool. I fucking love Tom. Rest in peace again, my friend. Oh. Now, I'm thinking about sitting outside today, maybe playing a little bit of guitar, being that fucking neighbor. The guy who brings his guitar out for no reason. That guy at the party. I know, it's just such a beautiful day. No, speaking of which, there's a guy literally walking down the street right by the house. Got a guitar in his hand. That's who I'm going to be in, let's see, 30 years. I don't know. He looks like he's probably 55, 60, carrying a guitar. It's life, man. He's got wonderful hair. Wonderful hair, man. I might pause this and go outside and say, great hair, bro. I'm not going to do that. It'd be fun, though. I should get to know my neighbors more. I like my neighbors. Except for the dude who plays the cock rock down the street. <laughs> I don't like him as much. I'm, you know, judging him hardcore for the music he plays. Like an ass. <laughs> uh. No, but I can't wait to go back to Boston. It's only going to be like a two-day trip. Like, go up, uh, I think, I got like a, I think it's like a Wednesday, Thursday. I think it works out that way. I can't remember now off the top of my head. I have to double check, which I've got time. Like I said, it's October. I think I'm going to go up. Like maybe take a red eye or something like that. Get there either super late or super early. 
then, uh, you know, spend the day doing cool shit, maybe Airbnb or hotel or something like that, stay, sleep, go to the show, wake up, next day just do cool shit, then that night go back to the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, uh, airport and fly back home. Or maybe I could drive. Nah, I'm not gonna drive those fucking horse paths. I remember when I, uh, me and JR went to meet up in South Boston. We, I stayed in Brookline, JR stayed downtown. I stayed in Brookline and I, uh... I think I'd walk mostly to the downtown area, but I decided to Uber out to uh, South Boston because I wanted to see if somebody would try to sell me, like, crack, and then I'd buy the crack and then see if they would try to steal it back from me, like, around the corner so they could sell it to somebody else, you know? I was hoping for, like, hardcore South Boston, like you see in the fucking The Departed and all the cool movies, Goodwill Hunting, them apples, you know, that uh, stereotypical bullshit. That's what I was hoping to find. What I found was a gentrified neighborhood with a whole bunch of college kids. <laughs> oh, it was disappointing. I did not fear for my life at all. I was massively disappointed in that. Where was the mass holes? Nah. I don't know. I, I have a weird thing where I take on uh, accents of like either places or people I'm talking about. And I'm not saying they're good accents or they're like spot on or anything like that. Sometimes they're it's a really bad thing to do because sometimes you do a stereotypical accent for no fucking reason like it just pops out and the person you're talking to whatever like um ethnicity or anything like that they are they don't you know they don't speak with an accent they like they're just americans like they've lived here their entire lives but for some reason i mispronounce a word like a stereotyping asshole for some fucking reason out of nowhere and i don't know why that is like i said it's like it's kind of cool in certain ways, like when I match accents and people think I'm from those places, but then it makes me seem like such a fucking doucher whenever, for some reason, like, you know, if I'm talking to somebody maybe of Asian descent, all of a sudden I just mispronounce a word for some stupid reason. thought I heard my phone ringing. I don't know, but yeah, when I was in uh, Boston, uh, I got a lift the morning we was going back, we was flying back, and this guy named Nick, Greek guy, Greek. Good guy, great guy, great lift driver. Highly recommend him if you get him. <laughs> I don't know if you could do that. But, no, Nick, we're uh, driving back. It was Game 1, Stanley Cup Finals, Boston, St. Louis. And Boston and one night before Game 1. It was a wonderful time. Wonderful time to be in the city. Um, but, you know, I, we, I get in the car and we're driving back. We're just talking the game. Back and forth. And then, um, you know, we have a little law in the conversation. And then he's like, so, uh, it's like, how often do you come back home? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, how, how often do you come back to Boston? And I was like, I've never been here, man. <laughs> First time I've ever been here. Like, I'm from Portsmouth, Ohio. I'm from, you know, I live in Columbus. I'm from Portsmouth, Ohio. There's a place called New Boston. And he's like, oh, you kind of sound like you're from here. I'm like, good. I don't know why. No idea why. I will, you know, one of my favorite movies is The Departed. I watched that on loop for a while. And, uh... <laughs> But I don't think I sound like it at all. I don't know. You know, obviously I can do like the fake hard, the hard Boston accent bullshit. But, nah. I think it sounds ridiculous when I do that. But no, I was just talking to the guy and he thought I was from there. He said I sounded like it. So that was a really cool thing to hear. I don't know why. I think it's impressive. I think it impresses nobody but me. But it's impressive. <laughs> My feelings are valid. Oh, what? Valid, yeah. <laughs> I think I said valent. I have a valiant cause to have a good accent. Whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about now. 
Now, have I think my my feelings on that are valid. There we go, Brandon. Good job. Way to recover. High five, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I saw the worst fucking thing the other day. The absolute worst thing. I was talking about hand hugs in, like, the first episode, I think. When I was talking about not staying in touch with people and I was randomly texting everybody about uh, if I give a hand hug. I saw a fucking gif. Somebody sent it to me or did I just see it randomly? I can't remember now. But it's literally Jimmy Fallon doing the hand hug with somebody. And I did not get that from Jimmy Fallon. I've never watched Jimmy Fallon. I don't fucking like Jimmy Fallon. So. I don't say. I don't, not him as a person, but his show. I think his show is awful. Like all late night shows are horrible now. Because once again, it's all about content. It's all about getting something to go viral. Which I hate that fucking saying. Break the internet, go viral. Get that shit out of my goddamn. Uh, I fucking hate it. Because it's just like it's made to be forgotten. All of it, that's what all that stuff is. It's not breaking anything. It's just made to be forgotten. So I don't know. The only great one was Conan that was still going. Now he's doing his own little podcast, which is all fucking wonderful. Two seconds. I got a call coming in. Nah, I'll just let him fucking. Yeah, fuck it. They can leave me a message. Uh. Anyways, that phone call better not fuck up my phone. Oh yeah, I was talking about Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, he did the hand hug. I saw a gif of it. I'm like, that's exactly what I was talking about. And I did not get it from him. So he stole it from me, and now he owes me money. He owes me money, so the next time I see Jimmy Fallon, he's got problems coming his way. In the form of a five foot guy, five foot five guy from Ohio that he's never seen in his life, <laughs> that has no access to him whatsoever. I'm coming for him. Now nah, Conan was the great. I fucking love Conan, man. Conan can let his fucking uh, his his guests just go perfectly. You know, like people, you know, will shit on Bill Burr for some, kind of some of the things he said, and sometimes it's rightfully so. Uh, it's a little bit too trolly for me sometimes, like, his actual stand-up comedy, I think, like, his podcast is actually kind of wonderful when I do listen to it. Like, you know, he doesn't believe half the shit he's saying, but he's saying it because he's trolling you, <laughs> which, whatever, if you don't like it, I, I don't, like, hate, I don't disagree with you or anything, or say, well, you just don't understand, it's like, obviously, it's all to your own taste, so I'm not gonna sit there and defend it for you, and I don't think he gives a shit either, so... No, but, like, he's on there, he'll say some absolutely ridiculous shit. And Conan is able to give him enough leeway, and the way he reacts to it gives you enough as an audience to know, I'm supposed to be laughing at this because it's so ridiculous is what he's saying. So, I don't know. Conan's so great at that. The rest of them are not. At all. Like, the British guy, he's awful. Not Craig Ferguson, the other one. The one that's, the the other one. I don't know his fucking name. He's fucking useless. The one that does karaoke. It's fucking stupid. Fucking awful. <laughs> but they're successful, so they're good for them. You know what? At, at the end of the day, if they're successful, good for them. As long as they use their you know, money to do good things and not do shitty things, good for them. Who is he? I can't remember his name anymore. I don't know if I ever actually knew it. It's just the one that does the karaoke. It's annoying. Ugh. Man. It is such a beautiful day.
I wonder if that was the uh, the shop down the street telling me either my car's ready and I go down and it's still fucking shit. I'm like, nah, you're going to fix this shit for free now because I told you to fix it six months ago and you didn't. And now I told you to fix it again and you didn't. Like, you're fucking me over here, pal. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should uh, just jump into the Springsteen Song of the Week let you guys go. It's been about a half hour already, which, that's cool. Uh, Springsteen Song of the Week off Greetings from Asbury Park, the first Springsteen record. I think it's the song that closes it. Yes. It's hard to be a saint in the city. I fucking love that song so much. I love the guitar work on it. Um, I love the live version a little bit more because... Especially that era of Bruce, he, he doesn't really come through vocally as much as he does like in the later records. So it's more like him just kind of reciting his words than that instead of, you know, living the words. But he's got some great lines in there, man. Walk like Brando right into the sun and dance just like a Casanova. Holy shit. I know what that means. <laughs> no, I love that song. David Bowie does a great version of that too. Uh, there's also a great version on... What version is that? Is it just on the live compilation or is it live from New York? I don't know anymore. My head's so full of stupid shit nowadays, I can't remember anything. Ugh. Now, hard to be a saint in the city. I once used that, like, I was once working on writing this book. You know, I wrote probably like 10,000 words and lost the whole project and tried to start over and never got going again. Because, God, it's the worst when you have, like, 10,000 words is, it's not, I mean, I, they say you're, if you ever write a novel, your first novel should be at least 80,000, so that's, you know, that's one-eighth of the book. I wasn't even halfway through the first, like, because uh, the way I'd set it up, it was, like, basically a, you know, kind of a noir type, where, like, you got kind of a down-on-his-luck P.I., uh, gets in way over his head. And, but my gimmick was, like, every single chapter, or, like, story, like, each... It kind of was supposed to read like a series of television and not like as a book. So you, like each chapter kind of dealt with its own thing or each individual part dealt with its own thing while still pushing an overarching storyline throughout the whole novel. And uh, But each one was going to be named after a Springsteen song. And that was chapter one or story one or part one was it's hard to be a saint in the city, man. Because it fucking is. So hard, so hard. Oh, what's that line in the middle of it? I don't know. I was listening. I mean, I was just kind of listening to Bruce the other day, and that song popped up, and I was like, I do love It's Hard to Be a Saint. Those first two records are, outside of, like, Rosalita, they're really overlooked. I think there's wonderful stuff. There's, like, Lost in the Flood. There's, uh, well, there's at Greetings from Asbury Park. Uh, not Greetings from Asbury Park, shit. Fourth of July, Asbury Park, which Fourth of July, next week. So you know what that means. If you get on my social medias, you're going to see me post... That song, and you're going to see me post the uh, fireworks scene from the Sandlot. I'm going to watch the fucking Sandlot on the 4th of July. I get off of work at 3 o'clock, come home, I'm going to, I don't know, maybe I'll buy some fucking hot dogs or some shit. Because, you know, obviously, the time I get off, like, you know, my family does stuff, but they're two hours away. So the time I get there, everything's already fucking wrapped up. So I'll just do something here. I'll probably just, I'll put on the Sandlot and just watch that. Then I'll watch Independence Day with Will Smith. And say, man, this movie gets worse every single time I fucking see it. It does. It used to be like one of my favorite action movies. Now every time I watch it, I start to hate it. Every single time. Like, I'm not to the point where I hate it. But I think if I watch it two more times, 
It'll be in that. I'll hate it. I'll, like, I like this movie sucks. It's not good. It's not good at all. Like Goldblum's cool. The Welcome to Earth thing is hilarious. <laughs> uh, my biggest issue in that movie is the believability of how people like treat Randy Quaid. It's so stupid. There's literally an alien invasion going on in this film. Literally blowing up cities. You are literally the last hope of humanity at Area 51. And all these aliens have been blown up shit. You have proof that there's been aliens on this Earth, like on a scouting mission in Roswell in the 50s, in the film. Proof of it. And Randy Quaid says, at the end of the movie, when they ask people for to be like fighter pilots or whatever, if they have any experience... And he says, oh, you know, ever since I was abducted by these guys, I've always wanted to get payback. You know, paraphrasing. Basically, that's what the line is. And all these people are, like, rolling their eyes, like, oh, this fucking idiot, this fucking guy. Seriously, this guy is so stupid. He thinks he's been abducted by aliens. Maybe the same exact aliens that are literally blowing up the entire fucking planet right now. This guy's absurd. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Do you think... Are, I think if some guy was saying he was abducted by aliens... While aliens were literally blowing up the fucking planet, I think it'd be a little bit plausible. I don't think it'd be an eye roll moment. I don't think it'd be like, oh, God, this fucking guy again? I'd be like, nah. I'd be like, God, oh, maybe there's some credence to what this guy was saying. Did you know anything? Maybe I can pick his brain. I don't know. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It drives me crazy anytime I get to that scene. Do love the speech still. I said Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman. I do like Bill Pullman. He's in that show, what's it called? Is it The Center? First two seasons are really good. But I didn't watch the second season. I know the first season was good. With Jessica Biel, him, a couple other people. Um, did I watch the second season? Maybe I didn't. But I know the third season is not supposed to be very good. So. But then again, maybe I should just watch it myself and make my own opinion. How about that? How about that idea? How about I just watch something for myself... With no idea whether it's supposed to be good or bad. And didn't decide myself. I think I've got decent tastes. You know, I'm not going to watch fucking Geely with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez and say, Oh shit, this is the greatest film I've ever seen. I'm not going to watch Jack and Jill and watch that goddamn fart scene with fucking Al Pacino. You know, just disrespecting the shit out of a legend. And say, wow, this movie's hilarious. Nah. <laughs> I think I've got better taste than that. Maybe I shouldn't be influenced so much by, like, uh, what other people say. Maybe that's what I should work on. You know? Don't hate watch shit. And, you know, care what you like about it. Like, find what you like. Stop punishing yourself. That's basically kind of what the hate watching stuff is. Stop punishing yourself and giving a shit about stuff you don't care about just to be part of something. If you're not part of it, who gives a shit? Maybe that gives somebody else, like... I almost said strength and courage. It's not, like, that important. But maybe it gives somebody else the, like, realization, like, why am I watching this? And you start taking the power away from these, like, shitty trash stars and you start giving it back to the people who actually matter by just, you know, saying, you know, I don't watch that shit because I think it's really dumb and it's just, like, it's pointless and, you know, you can try to talk to me about it, but I won't know what you're talking about. So maybe, like, well, if we're going to be friends, I have to find something else to watch then. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really spitballing now. Oh, well, anyway, it's been the Wednesday edition of Monster Eight the Pilot. I have been your host, Brandon. I'm available on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and Amazon. Jeez, I cannot remember the four of them for the life of me. I need to get them in my head in an order so I can do that. 
not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. So, whatever. Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Once again, if you want to sponsor the podcast, don't right now. Just give it to Planned Parenthood and support the ladies out there. Um, and if you want to be on the show or if you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you have my phone number, you can text me. If you want to send me fan mail and you don't know my address, reach out. I'll give you my address and you can send me some fan mail. Um, yeah, so, whatever. I don't know. Thank you so much for listening today. Like I said, it's been Wednesday. I'm Brandon. You are you. And um, have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much.